Welcome to the In The Box Tour. We're here to blend the worlds of CrossFit and PT, so we're going from gym to gym and talking all things CrossFit. I'm Dr. Mesa Hanawi. And I'm Hannah Briel, and today we're here with Shannon and Donnie from Ironbridge CrossFit. Thank you so much for having us here. Hey, ladies. Excited. Thank you so much. So, before we get into it, first question of the day that I ask everyone, why CrossFit? Donnie? Is that your journey? Donnie's on his phone right now. <laughs> Donnie's not. So I had seen CrossFit several times on TV and uh, had sort of always wanted to try it. And we moved to Myrtle Beach about three and a half years ago. And we moved to Myrtle Beach. We were at Core Fitness, and Core Fitness had CrossFit Updog inside of it. So it was a regular gym with a CrossFit affiliate inside. So you had the opportunity to try both. Started out just at the regular gym, and I said, I think I really want to try this. Signed up for CrossFit. And then so I did it for the first six months and tried to get Shannon to do it because I knew she would love it mm -hmm. if she ever started. <laughs> so he drug you. Yes. That's how yeah. it normally works in relationships, right? Like one person starts it and then yeah. they're like, you have to do this too. I won't make my other person work out. Okay. Yeah, you're going to make yeah. you do this. So um, I had just had our fifth child um, the summer we moved to Myrtle Beach. He starts this CrossFit stuff that he swore he would never do because yeah. um, he was in construction before that. And he said, That's, you know, somebody pays him to do a sledgehammer and he's not doing that. Um, so after six months, I saw the changes in him, um, how much he enjoyed it, the community. I literally was working out at the gym beside, inside beside oh, him. Okay. And he asked me, he's like, so why don't you try CrossFit? And it was like Christmas. I was like, well, maybe I'll try in the new year. He went out the next day and bought my membership. <laughs> oh my gosh. So <laughs> I started yeah, six months postpartum, <clears throat> six months postpartum after our fifth kid, I started CrossFit. Wow, that's pretty intense. How was that? It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I had been a personal trainer and, uh, I have a history in, in gymnastics, and I was a gym, gymnastics coach and competitive gymnast. And I'm super uber competitive, and I was just afraid I would really get hurt. Um, I just, I'm too competitive, and yeah, I, I won my first competition within the first like five so months, right. six months. Yeah, so it's not like you were like new to exercise. It was just oh, like a no. new kind of exercise. Yeah. After five kids, mm -hmm. how old are they? Um, we have one who's 18, one who's 14, almost 15, 12 and a half. Six and a half and four and a half. Oh my gosh. So you have prom for the next like 20 years. Yeah. Yes, we do. But we're, we're doing prom <laughs> in so college and, you know, potty training still, you know. Perfect. To, yeah. And then there'll be teenagers and then there'll be college. It's like you just, just got to deal with a lot. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So you found CrossFit in Myrtle Beach, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So how did you come from Myrtle Beach to Charleston? Uh, so my job brought us here uh, about two and a half years ago. Um, so we've been here and then we started out training you know, somewhere else in Charleston when we first got here. What's uh, your job? So I am the uh, priest at Church of the Good Shepherd here in Charleston. That's, that's my, that's my full-time gig. CrossFit is just a part-time gig. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, yeah. I feel like CrossFit's a pretty full-time yeah. gig too, yeah. though. Yeah. Not gonna so lie. Sort of, sort of two full-time yeah. full jobs, yeah. kind of. So I want to back it up a little bit and tell us a little bit about kind of where you grew up and where kind of your sports background because I know you were a gymnast Shannon were you kind of Donnie active growing up tell us a little bit about um so I grew up in um in Germany my parents were missionaries so I moved there when I was seven I already started gymnastics at that point um so I went into competitive gymnastics growing up I started around age six or seven and um went through a very elite competitive gymnastics training until I was about 14, 15. Um, so that's why you're good at muscle ups, basically. That's why gymnastics <laughs> so that's the background. that's why CrossFit was easy for <laughs> right. you, right? Yeah. Um, I broke my wrists, um, and now I found out I broke my back during this whole you know, gymnastics yeah. thing. And so 
I um, I started coaching. I actually coached in my high school years as well a little bit, and then um, coached gymnastics for a long time. Um, and then once I started CrossFit, I realized that gymnastics plays a huge part in CrossFit. Oh, yeah. So really? I didn't know a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> like and one I third a, of it. Yeah, and I have I did all kind of sports in high school, um, soccer, you know, cheerleading, wrestling, you name it. So I've you done very gymnastics. athletics. I stopped competitive gymnastics. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why was that? Because I broke both my wrists. Yeah. Yeah. How oh, did that happen? At the same time? No, there's stress fractures. <laughs> okay. So well, it's just over the time that yeah. just broke. It's and, like both at the same. Yeah, and then I'm my parents were like, you know, you can't even hold a yeah. spoon. I think we need to quit. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was time from yeah. six to high school. Four to fifteen. Yeah. 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 But at least you kind of get to do gymnastics within CrossFit. Yeah. Now, so right. Carry through. Exactly. So I hadn't even started CrossFit a year. Um, and went ahead and got my L1 and my gymnastics cert so I could coach yeah. at Updog. I coached some of their gymnastics classes and kind of did progressions and helped the people there in their skills. I bet that was awesome yeah. to kind of get back to it as an adult. Well, I was already, I had continued coaching. Got I yeah. coached gymnastics for, for years, okay. even before CrossFit. I hadn't, I never really stopped coaching. Mm -hmm. So it, coaching's in my blood. Had you heard about CrossFit before Donnie found it or had you considered it? on TV. We like yeah when we lived we lived in Durham for a couple of years and there was okay. a small little CrossFit box and we saw them out there with a tire one day and they're hitting sledgehammers and Donnie that's when Donnie said I'll never pay 150 bucks for CrossFit because oh, somebody him. pays okay, me yeah. to do that yeah. so that's that's work so yeah. and we saw it on TV and thought it was just you know crazy crazy yeah of that's usually cool cool but crazy yeah like I'll never do that yeah like, that's <laughs> insane okay. I'm a, I, I was also a personal trainer so we. We yeah. grew up, we met in college and worked out together and did more like powerlifting, strength training together. So we had weightlifting in common anyway, um, but that was just a regular like God. Globo gym. Before we dive into your background, I have one question for you, Shannon. Is it, so I know a lot of gymnasts, like gymnastics and CrossFit is really different than gymnastics. It is. Gymnastics and like you have to kind of maybe let go a little bit of like the perfect gymnast oh, form sure. yeah, for CrossFit. Like was that hard for you to coach? CrossFit gymnastics <clears throat> coming from like a point your toes pretty like you've seen me yes I, I do handstand walks it like drives me crazy <laughs> yeah it does so I think um yes and no so yes first of all no so <laughs> the no part is we don't do it for points so yeah, if yeah. you bend your arms you're not going to get deduction if you legs aren't together you're not going to get deduction deduction so I had to let go of the the pretty mm -hmm. balance aspect of it because it didn't matter anymore. Um, I had, wasn't so focused on the way it looks as if well, you can get your skill. Now, yes, it does bug me because I know that if you stay tight, if you <laughs> yeah. point your toes, your legs are tight. If you stay tight and keep your legs together in a kipping swing, you can be more efficient. So when I coach gymnastics in here, skill class, I emphasize stay tight, stay in your hollow, mm -hmm. keep your legs straight, keep your legs together. Yes, I would love to tape your legs together, <laughs> yeah. especially when Me you're doing ring muscle-ups. Yeah. You specifically. I'd like to tape your There's legs together so on your muscle-ups. Yeah. So if you stay tight and you stay, it's not about being pretty in, in CrossFit, but it's about staying tight, mm -hmm. For being efficiency. more efficient. Yeah, sure. yeah and you, won't ne you don't expend nearly the energy on doing the movement if you stay tight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. way more yeah. efficient. It's not Absolutely. about being pretty, though. It's like how much better can you do the movement exactly. now that it actually looks right. So we stress, just like you do at the, at the CrossFit Gymnastics Cert, we stress that proper form, staying tight, maintain a hollow, good arches, <clears throat> making your shapes with your body just like they teach us there because that's what if people will practice that way they will be better 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that when they're under fatigue and everything falls apart, they're still able to do it, looking like Mesa yeah. does it. And, and <laughs> Excuse <get> you. <laughs> I haven't seen your muscle ups look much prettier. Thank you. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. All right, Donnie. My muscle up we... is, a, is a feat of strength. So. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, so like my, my exercise background is sort of different. I did all the non-traditional stuff. So as a kid, my primary exercise or sport that I was involved in was BMX bike racing. Oh, so that's like, awesome. Literally a little 20-inch BMX bike all around a track every weekend, traveling all around the southeast to do that. Um, and then I started doing martial arts when I was in about the sixth grade. And for the next 10 to 15 years, most of my life sort of centered around doing martial arts combat sports. Uh, so I have two black belts and two different systems of Taekwondo, nice. very related. Um, and then when I was in college, I did uh, Shorinru Shotokan Karate here in Charleston. I don't know what that and means. And then we were on the front Crazy. end of jiu-jitsu way back in the day when they had the first like bare knuckle ufc up in charlotte uh, i was doing jiu-jitsu there this is kind of wild yeah yeah, yeah. so i got to a, so to basically a, don't get in a don't fight mess with, with him. Yeah, no yeah. Don't, don't mess with him yeah. so most a lot of that was just combat sports i did play basketball in a very small private school so it wasn't like it was anything special but i played basketball um a little bit played soccer one year but mostly non-traditional sports anything that requires lots of practice to get good at I did okay because I'm not naturally coordinated. Got it. So, lots <laughs> Is that of why you liked CrossFit? Yeah. <laughs> lots of practice. So do you um, think that like translated well into CrossFit? Any of those like jujitsu, UFC, wrestling, whatever skills? Uh, not <laughs> as, not as much because again, those things are practice. You know, so that's more of, if you're looking at your, at your 10 modalities that CrossFit works through, you know, you've got your final three of agility, coordination, things like that are things that happen through repetition and practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much your normal sort of strength patterns. Yeah. Uh, so it just takes lots and lots of time for me to get proficient and efficient at anything. Lots more reps than it would the average person just to overcome <laughs> coordination. <laughs> Whereas you're up there like and like everything I'm the is, is it's beautiful, beautiful and yeah. perfect. Yeah. And but so So we did we did have in common sort of the normal bodybuilding, powerlifting uh, I started going to Gold's Gym in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Yeah. When I was in ninth grade, I can remember being dropped off. My mom would drop me off ninth while she did grade. her did her uh, hair, appointment. hair appointments and stuff like that. <laughs> and I can remember like the first and you would like, get swole. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, would get, I can remember the first day being in there. I tried to put two twenty five on a decline bench and I got it up off the rack and dropped it on myself. Oh. And there was nobody there but me and one trainer. Okay. And I'm back there screaming for help. So that was my introduction to weightlifting or. You know, that's kind of that's kind of how it goes in the yeah. gold gym, right? Yeah, at least you weren't surrounded by like a bunch of people. I thought that you know, there would be a ton of people. This was around. nine o'clock in the morning on a Friday. Oh, As a ninth grader, yeah, why were you school? not in school? It's summer. Oh, okay. okay. How often did you get her hair done? Every Friday. Every Friday you oh, got to wow. go to the gym then. Yeah. And so then I had my own membership, and and I actually introduced Shannon to weightlifting. I can remember this greatly in yeah. in college. I said, let's go over to uh, Heat Wave. Throwback to the past. Where'd you go to college? Charleston, Charleston Southern. Southern. Oh, okay. So this is where we met. Yeah. Um, South Kakalaki. That's right. And so we went over there and I introduced her to the glorious uh, thing that is leg day. Oh, <laughs> so yes. She jumped in the Smith machine. And, oh, and, Smith machine. Hey, hey. But she put great. 315 on the Smith machine. Oh, so, okay. And she went all out. I mean, you know, bro reps. They and were you were like, parallel. all right, I'm marrying this girl, basically, is what happened. Yeah. Wait, but and you so, had met, you met before that. Yeah, yeah we, we are started dating. Oh. So we um, we both went 
got into CSU and were accepted into CSU. And then we actually met before, before school even started our orientation groups. His group, for some reason, never just met. never met. And so he came into my group. Um, it was fate. Hey, it, it was. Yeah. My, uh, my first thought was he was a jerk. Um, oh. Well, he had oh a little God. macho. Is that still your thought? No, no. no. <laughs> so, um, but we met and we had some mutual friends and just started hanging out. Um, I started, I went out for the cheerleading team. He found out that I was going to be a cheerleader and came out and was a cheerleader with me. Oh, <laughs> no way. Absolutely. Were, we cheered together in college. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Like. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, got to. Um, I actually had surgery on my wrists mm -hmm. finally after years of not having any surgery yeah finally got surgery on my wrist and so we um were partners in cheerleading for a couple of years at csu and we oh. met in august and we were engaged by december oh my gosh um, oh so what when you know you know face. yeah when you know you know was that before or after you brought her into the gym after. i was after okay we, so you had, we worked you had out to prove September. yourself in, t in the gym and then yeah. he was like okay oh, yeah, we're good. Oh, the rest yeah. of that story is i couldn't find her the next day oh yeah and then like two days later i said where have you been and she goes i went to get out of bed and couldn't walk oh my god i literally you skipped school because so i was sore. so sore <laughs> i couldn't amazing. I, mean, I, I trained a little bit of weights in high school um you know here and there in gymnastics i always had to but never like like leg day but you just yeah. hopped up there and you did 315. yeah, yeah. what well, yeah. I had to, you know, he's like, did, you like, can do we it. We did squats, leg presses, lunges, I think we did lunges split squats, split extensions. Squats, I mean, you everything. name it. Oh my god, a whole like leg this. day routine. Perfect. And I couldn't move. I thought I was broken. I tried to get out of bed, and my my roommate's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm I'm dying." Dottie broke me. I can't. So how did we get from doing CrossFit in Myrtle Beach to owning Iron Bridge or coaching owning Iron Bridge? Yeah, tell us that journey. That whole journey. So for me, um, like I said, coaching was my blood. I love coaching. Um, and I started coaching at, in Myrtle Beach um, with CrossFit Up Dog, which we still have a really great relationship with those guys. They do, the um, used to be called the Salt Games. Now yeah, it's Beach Town Throwdown. Okay. So Bill and Judy Langford, um gave, just you know, gave us a chance, basically. And so we moved here, um, and we went to a different local box, um, where we both worked out there for a while, and then the owner asked if I wanted to coach. So that's the same thing. I started coaching mm -hmm. his gymnastic skill classes for him, um, especially kind of leading up into the open, doing like skill sessions beforehand, and trying yeah. to give people those, those vital skills that they need. Um, and then um, he asked me to coach more and more. So I coached. I was coaching anywhere from eight to fifteen classes a week. Got it. Um, Is this before just, the five kids? During. Uh, after. Yeah, we had five kids. Yeah, we moved oh, yeah. from Myrtle Beach to here. Started. We already had. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yeah. She's doing it all. It was a lot. So I started coaching for him a, a bunch. Um, and then um, some things happened with the, with the church. And um, uh, out of necessity, I needed a full-time job. We weren't sure quite what was going on with the mm -hmm. church. And um, so I started looking for a full-time job. Um, I was going to go back into the corporate world. I'm bilingual in German. I worked for you know a German company for many years as a, an administrative assistant, so I could have done that. Mm -hmm. um, and somebody told us, you know, the Iron Bridge is for sale, and we we're like, yeah, well, that's like cheating on your spouse. You, you know, I don't want to leave the box that yeah. we're in, and I loved it. But um, so we, I said, but I'd rather do that than, you know, go to corporate. So we came over here and met with the owners, and it just worked out. Um, timing was great for them and for us, and. Um, I said, why not? I'm already coaching this much. 
and we might loved well it. it. Might as well own it and see what we can do. Now, this is not a lucrative business. You don't make yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. I said, but I can make, you know, the same amount of them coaching, and then I can program. I can I can run the way I want it to be mm-hmm. ran. So yeah. That's, and it was, we bought this in October of 2017. That is really not far. Like, that is not long ago at all. About a year and a half. Not yeah. Quite. Yeah. Wow. So it was already Iron Bridge. Mm-hmm. It was. Okay. Yeah. And then they were yeah. selling it and you bought it. So you yeah. found out about it. And did you come tell Donnie? You were like, yo, we're buying the gym. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> By this the is, way. No, he's, he's absolutely my partner in crime. So we, somebody told us and we discussed it back and forth. And he's like, I think this is a great opportunity. Okay. We've always wanted to own something like this. Were you coaching business. at the time, Donnie? No. no. Okay. No. Um, the only thing that, so when we came in here and met with the owners, the previous owners, they were super great to work with, just real sweet people. And, um, yeah, just it was super seamless. Um, and actually, Bill Langford, the owner of Updog, he and his wife, he's a small business banker in Myrtle Beach, and we got our loan through oh, him. So yeah. Perfect. It, he's like, yeah, I believe y'all can do this. So he That's awesome. It's because of them. Out. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, so you traded, like, corporate life for leggings For the gym life. I'm like, sweet yeah. gym life. skirts and heels for Who leggings and I'll take it. Right. So you bought the gym, and then what was the process like? Did they already have members, or, like, yeah, how did sure. you start? Okay, so you didn't have to just start. No, no. there was about 65 or 63 members when we, when we purchased in 2017. And so we had, we had a nice base to work with. And, of course, with any transition, you have people that leave because yeah. of any kind of transition that and happens. And people that come. And people that right. come. Find out yeah. that you're sure, owning exactly. it now. Yeah. Um, and we, there was a revitalization plan in place. We have, we have a great team here. And um, so Candace Kaiser is our social media director. And she sort of put a plan in place for us to have you know, organic social media growth. And that was our strategy. And we began to see sort of instant returns on that. Uh, almost within the first couple of months, we were in a much better position um, and then within a year, we were, you know, sort of about, I don't know, what, maybe 120, 120 yeah. members. And look yeah. at you now. And so now we're at about 187. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of members. Y'all have a yeah. huge space. Yeah. Too. And y'all hosted the uh, Holy City Showcase on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. That's was kind it? of why my voice sounds like this right You're now. You're yelling so much. I was yelling so much then. Yelling You're so always much yelling Friday so much, night, talking so much. Yes. Yeah. So, Lots of yelling going on with the Open. For the, for the five weeks of the Open, I'm in a constant state of I sound Same. like this. Same. <laughs> yep. But yeah, how was that? Was that, I know that there's been such a change in the CrossFit community in Charleston right. recently, and it's so cool that you guys have been like such a huge Spirit part of it. it. Yes. Yeah. So that was one of our goals. So when we, when we bought Iron Bridge, and we, our goal is to create unity um, within our box create a community that people want to come and stay at. Mm-hmm. Like we literally have to kick people out to do this podcast. <laughs> you people just go. want to stay. They want to come in early. They want to stay late. They want to hang out. And that was our main goal was that it's, yeah, it's a fitness, it's a business, but we're about changing lives and about reaching the people who need a place to be and want to hang out. So with that in mind, we looked at the greater community of Charleston. Um, we got together with um, the owners of Rhapsody and Holy City and, kind of hit it off really well with them and we just like why don't we just why can't we um you know do something here yeah, and, and change the community right yeah. so there's such a just a, a atmosphere of kind of I'm my own show kind of thing mm-hmm. in yeah. CrossFit mm-hmm. um we don't want your members we just want to be part of your community yeah. we all have the same goal exactly yeah. we want Charleston to be healthier exactly. we want wellness in Charleston yeah. yeah um so we started 
meeting with the affiliate owners. We the first few meetings were literally just a few of us. Mm -hmm. um, it's just over the months has grown and grown and grown, and so that we have so many things we want to do. Um, but one of the things we really wanted to focus on was this open. Yeah. Um, it being the last open of its kind that we know of. I know there's going to be another one in the fall, yeah, but we but don't know what it's going to look like. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we're like, why don't we do it with a bang? And so, yeah, we came up with this Holy, Holy, Holy City Showcase thing and asked the boxes, different boxes to host. And it, we literally expected 30 people. There was over 100 for sure. Oh, oh yeah. way yeah. over 100. Yeah. There might, the yeah. first one was at CrossFit Charleston. We literally, when we were driving up, I was a lady came with, drove with me. And she's like, how many people do you expect? I'm like, well maybe 12 athletes yeah. or so and then maybe 30 people 30 40 people oh my goodness there are probably 100 people there yeah they're and the same here it was insane <clears throat> it was insane that atmosphere was is the best. awesome i was and the like camaraderie any, and people cheering each other on yeah. and yeah i was like if anyone ever asked me why i like crossfit i wish they could just be in this moment because yeah. it was like insane it was amazing when you like view it from the outside you would think that everybody's like super competitive and that everyone's like kind of like okay like this is what we're gonna do like this is our strategy but when you come to one of these events or when you cheer someone on for the open it's like you have to like stop people from getting too close because yeah everyone's like passing the cones like coming right up to you and they're like <laughs> we're not gonna let you stop right now like yeah. i saw that yeah. at rhapsody on friday night mm -hmm. like and it's like people so who, much even cheering. people you don't even know here like oh, athletes yeah. i've never met that you just want to succeed you're so like what's bad. their name right. and then you're like all right donnie like here we go i'm gonna <laughs> start cheering for you no, the way it was at the end of, of Thursday night, the very last girl, I think she's a Fox Den athlete, yeah. Courtney Sneed. And, uh, and she, she was amazing. She was Going amazing. Going that 175. And that, last, that 175. And that was just really fantastic. Everybody here was cheering her on 100 people. And, you know, just really, like, she made a, a post on her own social media, tagged us in it, where she just was really, in that moment, was incredible for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, she actually, I met her that night, and I was like, you did so awesome. And she messaged me the next day, and she was like, that was my PR, and I hit yeah. it for, like, a double or a triple. Yeah, and awesome. she was like, that was, the, like, crazy. It was just, it was yeah. super so cool. You know what I loved watching? It was the other coaches. So when you stood back and you watched, <laughs> So the coaches coached their athletes, mm -hmm. and when their athletes were done, then they moved to the other athletes yeah. who were still going. And they were shouting out cues and shouting out tips and encouragement, and that the coaches at that moment, it didn't matter, that wasn't their athlete. Oh, yeah. And their athlete was done, they couldn't go any further, but they were cheering other athletes. In that moment, you're a coach. It doesn't matter who you're coaching, mm -hmm. what name you have on your shirt. I, yeah. it, I know, <laughs> same here, I, just, I got so, so excited. Um, and the athletes get up. Absolutely. Yeah. They're done in eight minutes. They're like, all right, here we yeah, go. Get on the yeah. 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 Off the floor. I'll, do, I'll change your weights for you. I'll, you yeah. know, it's just, it was, it was so great. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. I can't wait to, for Starboard. So this next week is Starboard. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So it's going to be, it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I think it's just going to grow. It is. Every it is. single and week. And then the one, yeah. the last one on Saturday, it's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. So the last one, everybody will come. That will be, that will have every feel of a local competition. Yeah. To go to Cross Charleston. Plus some. And plus some. I think it may be the biggest thing we've done. Yeah. And so it's going to be nuts. And it'll be great. I think it's going to be so good for the broader community in Charleston to sort of break the old, um, sort of dysfunction that was part of the old CrossFit community here in Charleston, to break through that and to put that to bed and to move on to do something new, greater for wellness in Charleston and to, and to begin to tap into those different things that we can do, focusing on wellness, tapping into the medical community here and just doing all the things that we do um, here together and that everybody's trying to do and take advantage of our position here in a medical research university town. Yeah. Very true. I yeah. think that's We so should awesome. all be healthy. We should all do CrossFit. doesn't matter where you do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and no, like we yeah. always say, if you go to one CrossFit gym and have a great experience, it helps all CrossFit yeah, that's gyms. That's right. That's right. So bringing it back a little bit to your box, I know that you guys offer 
a lot yes. of different yeah. classes. We do. There's like competitive, shred, longevity. Can you tell us a little bit about the facets of Iron Bridge CrossFit? Great word. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, right. So we have our regular classes. Um, our base, which is five, six, and seven. We had to add a seven o'clock class because our six o'clock class is so huge. Yeah. So we added a seven. Who does your programming? We do. The two of us. So yeah, describe we do it, it a little bit for us. We are actually, we still got Thursday to do, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we usually, over the weekend, we sit down, we look at what have we done, where are we going, what are the strings, we lay out kind of what's going on, um, and, and we try to hit, you know, all the major movements, try to keep, you know, keep it varied as much as yeah. possible. And for um, our strength, we do very, very basic, I mean, five, three, one kind of programs. We don't do, it's nothing fancy. Uh, we don't we don't do you know Russian squat programs or and things like that that are going to break someone down for 12 weeks. We try to keep things in a five to eight week long cycle and cycle through different things and keep them keep, keep that variation simple. going. Uh, but it's really simple. I mean, strength. I mean, it, building strength is a simple process. It's not, but it's linear, progressive, adding weight over time. It doesn't have to be. Uh, very very complex in terms of other movements you know we make sure that we keep the gymnastics movements varied that we keep all the rest of the components in there as well so, so it's pretty simple the beautiful thing about our coaching staff is that we have so many different coaches we have you know Aaron is mobility strongman she loves dumbbells Patrick yeah he does Olympic lifting um, like a we, beast. yeah like a crazy <laughs> person mine is gymnastics and we have two new coaches Jackie and and uh, and um, Anthony in Orlando, of course. Orlando's a two-times games athlete. Anthony is a five-times regional athlete. Jackie is up there as well. She's amazing. Um, and then we have um, Coach Danny, who's a new coach, but she's up and coming. Um, of course, Matt, um, he's just an all-around kind of jack-of-all-trades kind of guy. Mm -hmm. So um, the great thing is we can we draw off the strengths yeah. of all of our coaches. Um, of course, I have a very heavy bent towards gymnastic skills. Really? Um, a little bit. So, like, we did skill days every Thursday leading up to the Open. Um, yeah, people got that. muscle ups. People got hands yeah, and push ups, awesome. hands and walks for the first time ever. If you don't teach those skills in class, you have to teach them outside of class. Mm -hmm. um, so, and sometimes it's so hard, like in a is. class setting, to dedicate that much time to a skill. So, having those things that was super cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, as far as programming goes, we I want to program what I want to do. So, if it's not fun, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it either. Why would you make someone else? Right. Do it if you so, I see do some it? some programming. I'm like, God, that's terrible. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'll program for what I want to do as well. So, we most of our coaches do all the classes mm -hmm. um and so some days it's a miss some days like dude that sucked that was <laughs> terrible i'm never programming that again <laughs> and some days you can you're like wow you, that was, you learn i'm like yep scrap that one yeah. that was terrible i busted my shoulders out yeah um and one day i can't walk because my legs are so, so tight yeah. so but like it's fine machine yeah exactly <laughs> so i love programming that's one of my favorite things to mm -hmm. do he's constantly wanting to outsource it and i'm like because it's it's, it takes it's a up a lot, lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. So we program for our regular classes, back to the class thing. We program for our regular classes, um, 5, 6, and 7, then 10 and 12, 4, 35, 36, 30. But I also program for our kids. So we have, we just recently split our kids' class because we have a bazillion kids. I know, it's amazing. It's insane. That is awesome. So we have Athletic Advantage Monday and Wednesday nights from 6.30 to 7.30, and those are 10 and up. So older kids, they are working on strength. They pretty much do most of the movements we do mm -hmm. um at the same time we have this adult class going on so me trying to program monday nights 
we have the adult class going on and the kids and the open. Yeah. So we have Wild. Monday night's a zoo in here. Yeah. And then Mesa's trying to get a word in edgewise in a corner somewhere with her table. It's <laughs> trying insane. to treat someone. It's great. The atmosphere is insane in here. Mm-hmm. The um, Tuesday and Thursday nights, we have the kid, little kids class. So Iron Kids is under 10. It's the cutest. Though. They're oh the cutest God, little guys. Iron Kids. I yes, love Iron Kids. And their squats. Oh, my goodness. Our burpees are just adorable. It's like, I'm like, I wish I could still squat like that. I know, right? They all have the perfect mobility. <laughs> yeah. What happens? And they all can do all? pull-ups. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're I know. all so strong. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why didn't I start this when I was four? Games 20, 30. Yeah, exactly. Right? Be, we've talked about this a million times on the podcast how it's going to be crazy to see what the kids that Absolutely. are iron kids, like the games, that mm-hmm. The skills going to be crazy. Kids who have just grown up. Oh grown God, up doing crossfit. Super yeah. human. Even like yeah. your kids grew up in a gym right. their whole life, like, right. which is not really that common. Like we didn't, no. I didn't go to the gym. No. Like I was I mean, outside, he went to but, a Gold's gym when his mom got his hair, got her hair right. done. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's just, changed yeah, these a kids lot. have just grown up doing crossfit their whole life. It's going to be yeah. wild. To so see you have the iron kids, the 10 and up, the normal class, longevity, which is. Hold on. So we have the athletic advantage is 10 and up. Okay. Iron kids is under 10. Okay. Then we have, if you go to the other spectrum, we have longevity. We have a mm-hmm. senior's longevity class. Which I think is which is so awesome. Which is yeah. one of my favorite classes to coach because they're just super sweet. Yeah. Um, so we have people, they're all of them are 60s and 70s. Um, and that's Wednesday, Yeah, Wednesdays and Fridays at 9. Um, and they are just so sweet. Um, they All my coaches want to coach that class, but I'm very stingy. I won't yeah. really let <laughs> it up. Protective of I am them. very protective of them because yeah. they all, all our coaches, like, that's what we want to be like. We want to yeah. be them when we're their age, still mm-hmm. able to squat, still able mm-hmm. to pick up a dumbbell. Um, and that goes along so well with kind of the way the CrossFit season has changed. The new changed season, absolutely. Back to improving quality of life. It's like absolutely. more gyms need to be offering sure. that because I think like those athletes can definitely join the normal class, but it's a little bit less intimidating. Yeah. Well, can... you're right. So they don't do barbells. They, they'll mm-hmm. do back squats and front squats every now and then for a little bit of strength training, but they don't need to be doing the high impact stuff. And the problem is that we, like one guy, he's really wanting to do CrossFit, but he's not there yet. He just mm-hmm. doesn't, mm-hmm. the impact on his body is he doesn't need to be doing that at yeah. this point. Yeah. Um, so I'm very careful. We work a lot of balance, agility, mm-hmm. stretching, strength, um, core work, using those facets and, and trying to get them moving and motivated. Um, I would hate to have them in a class trying to push themselves too hard yeah. because it's mm-hmm. you know more than what they can handle right now. Yeah. Um, but it's also a great way to show them that CrossFit is not just for 18 to 34. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I jealous. love the fact that this we have these ladies say, well, I do CrossFit. And, yes. like, and the daughters tell them, you're too old to do CrossFit. She goes, no, I am not. Nope. <laughs> I love it. And it's why she's able yeah, to I do it. That, also that Facebook post where this – like the kid in class was like, wasn't it one of your iron kids? Yeah. Iron kids. That they were like talking and the girl was like, I'm strong. I do CrossFit. Yeah. Like, like five year old yes. kids in the middle yeah. of class said to the boys that yeah. she does CrossFit. I was like, this is awesome. I can do this. I do CrossFit. I do yeah. CrossFit. I'm and strong. Then, like, the 65 year old woman, 75 year old woman, well, I do CrossFit. Yeah. I, I see a commercial coming together. Absolutely. <laughs> it makes me jealous because in like as PTs, like I feel like y'all are treating the senior community is so much better than PTs are right now. Unfortunately. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or fortunately, both yeah. ways. Yeah. Right. And I'm right. like, this is what we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, is getting them moving in, like, in a high-intensity way, but also like being able and to being individualize safe. everything and be safe, yeah. but also the balance and the agility thing is so important for like Absolutely. prevention. And-, and we haven't even really begun to, to use that wedge 
for advertising for that segment yet. We've been very careful. To, yeah, um, we 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 would love for people to join that class, and but at the same time, it's a very close knit class. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and and we don't want to. I don't want to scare people. You know, people yeah, come yeah. in and you, I mean, these people have been doing it for a while. So I wouldn't hate for somebody to come in and think they have to, you know, lift this weight. Mm -hmm. We have small weights for a reason. Um, and just moving in general is what yeah, people, they need to get up and bed. move. Right. Yes, how many I, people do you normally have in that class? In our, yeah, we have six longevity people okay. right now. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I bet that's so fun. It's so a blast. Putting in our PT plug because I feel like this is the perfect place for mm -hmm. it. So you obviously, being a gymnast, have had your fair share of injuries, as you said, and then talking about kids, the longevity, to how do you think PT and CrossFit kind of blend together? Because that's what we're trying to get after right. with this yeah. podcast, ultimately. So for me personally, yes, I've had a lot of injuries. Um, most of them are gymnastics related. Um, uh, my current injury is a complete gymnastics. I mean, I have a broken back yeah. at this point. Um, but I'll say that so my journey through physical therapy after surgeries, I've already had some surgeries, is that without physical therapy, I wouldn't be able to move at this point. Um, so I've seen Nate and I've seen you some. And, and to me, physical therapy, A, helps strengthen my muscles, gives me good options for me. So like when I couldn't do a back squat, Nate's like, let's do a zercher squat. Mm -hmm. When I couldn't do a kettlebell swing, he said, well, let's do this instead. So for me, not just any physical therapy, because I've gone to other physical therapists where all they do is stretch me. Yeah. And they say, say okay. that louder for the people in the <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah. So I literally, I went across the street in my whole quest of what's wrong with my back and why am I not getting better. Um, I went to physical therapy and they charged me $100 and they stretched me for 45 minutes and said, okay, come back three times a week and we're oh, going to continue to stretch you. And I'm like, that's insane. You could get I a massage stretch. cheaper than that. Yeah. And I did get massages. Yeah. Um, and you own a CrossFit gym. Like, right. You can stretch in your CrossFit yeah, you know gym. I know she did, she did no stretches that I don't do on my own mm -hmm. or I can have Donnie do with me, you know, <laughs> yeah. for free. And he's my husband, you know. Yeah. So. It's um, kind of his job, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, very much so. Well, and it's like um, she also, or he or she, they didn't get to know you well enough to know yeah. that you could have done that by yourself. Absolutely. You, you were already active, and like yeah. obviously stretching yeah. wasn't going to be your fix. Right. So for me, especially made to move and in the box, have they have given me options. They've given me strengthening um, exercises. They've given me pain relief with needling and, and just massages, and they just, just helped me um, – in general, just feel better, mm -hmm. um, help my muscles relax around my back. Um, mm -hmm. At this point, physical therapy isn't going to fix my back because it's structurally damaged from, from gymnastics. But I know when I go see Nate or see you, I feel better afterwards. I can walk better. I can move better. In general, I feel better. So I can imagine if I didn't have a structural damage, how much that would help um, yeah. just recover um, he let my muscles heal, let my mm -hmm. muscles be strengthened. For me, the main thing were the exercises that he gave me to do. Um, I felt like I could still work out. I felt yeah. like I could still come to the gym. I can modify the workouts. And I modify people's workouts every day, all day long, mm -hmm. but I don't know those. Yeah. I'm saying I wouldn't know how to do a zercher squat instead of a back squat. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know how to do a small, you know, pelvic tilt kettlebell swing without that. So that for me personally was huge. Just getting some exercises I can do and feel like I can still work out. Instead of a doctor telling you, well, it hurts, quit CrossFit. just stop doing it. Oh, I, all my doctors told me quit CrossFit. Yep. Except Dr. Reitman, who's doing my surgery. Yep. 
That's and he's like, I'll treat you like an athlete. Yeah. It frustrates yeah. me to no end. But yeah, yeah I think... also like, well, CrossFit didn't do CrossFit it. CrossFit didn't do it. Yeah. No. But in their mind, it did. But either yeah. like either way, yeah. I don't know. It's well, like, what are you and gonna... if you say quit CrossFit, you're essentially just saying to quit moving. Yeah, like right, walking exactly. Parts, quit walking. Yeah. Right. It's not feasible. It's not The other thing is I own a gym. I own a CrossFit box. Yeah, are you going to tell a, a football player to quit playing football because he got hurt? Yeah. That's no. That's how they're going to do. No. Yeah. Yeah. People just, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that was like the perfect way to summarize it of just trying to, we're both, I think CrossFit and in the box made to move physical therapy, hopefully in general is just trying to keep people moving and doing things they love and finding ways that they can keep doing it around their injury for longer. Yeah. I think one thing I'm excited about is our new class. We have a shred class. Which is no barbell. So we have a lot of people who, when I tell them I do cross it, like, oh, I can't ever do that stuff. Snatch or red squats, yeah. that kind of stuff with a barbell. And they're super scared of that. So we've created up a class. Um, and other boxes do this too. I think Rhapsody has burn or sweat, sweat, sweat yeah. something like that. So it's a CrossFit light, no barbells. So people that come in and say, I want to try this kind of workout. I'm tired of Orange Theory. I'm tired of going to the Globo Gym. I'm tired of my little aerobics classes. Come in and try a very high intense one hour of training it's hard it's, it's like very harder. shred is extremely hard. you ask all our people who've yeah. been here in shred they are dying it's yeah afterwards. I think it, in my opinion it's, it's way harder, harder than harder. the barbell. like dumbbells always harder and then they add <laughs> but it's not as dangerous it. yeah. yeah it's not a, and it's not as intimidating yeah so i'm not yeah. asking somebody to do a snatch i'm not asking it's low barrier to entry they just come in yeah. right not be afraid and then no experience necessary you can pick up a dumbbell and press it over your yeah, head exactly. you don't have to know how to you know Pull it to your hip. There's so yeah. much you don't you takes out of it. All the fear factor is gone. Doesn't a moment at the hips. Yeah, yeah. and then maybe they can see like this isn't scary, and then they right. try CrossFit. And, and they finally yeah. realize, oh, I'm doing CrossFit methodology. It finally yeah. clicks at some point that I'm doing constantly varied, high intensity functional movement at an intensity relative to my ability. They figure that. How many out. times have you said that? A lot. <laughs> that <laughs> was then, perfect. You yes. didn't even stutter a little no. bit. Yeah, yeah, it's just the tool. It's either yeah. a dumbbell yeah. or a barbell. Exactly. In CrossFit, exactly. for some reason, so we just the methodology prefer is there, you know, and yeah. um, we get them into shred and they do it, and they're like, "Oh, I can do this." Now, yeah, I might need some PT first to to get in and figure out how I can do this snatch and do these other things that are more complex, but they can do it. And once they create sort of the base um, engine to be able to do it, they're like, oh, wow, I can do this. Yeah. And so, you know, it's 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 there for them to do that. But some people may say, this is all I want. Yep. This is all yeah. I need. And that's fine. Well, I'm sure, that's yeah, fine. it's a lot. That's all they need for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's hard. Right, yeah. right now, Shred is um, Tuesday. Um, what is it? Tuesday, Thursday at nine. at nine. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So. You also but expansion later for more. Okay. Yeah. You also have a new soccer team Yay. deal. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, Charleston United reached out looking for uh, a spark, uh, just a sponsorship, um, and you know we reached back and we said, okay, we're willing to help you with the sponsorship, of course, because uh, we believe in supporting things that are local, particularly things that are West Ashley, um, and sports related, and sports related, and so we said we want to do that, but we want we want more than that. We want to explore a partnership, uh, and so we met with CJ and talked to him a little bit about, hey, we we have some things we can do for you guys under our athletic advantage banner in the summertime we can take your athletes run them through a summer long six or eight week uh, strength and conditioning program mixed with some agility and, and specific and some sports specific training wait. like with coach anthony he was a professional soccer player oh, in okay. puerto rico so yeah. he'll be able to come in and help us do that and we talked to mesa about coming in and maybe doing her knee 
prehab slash rehab program. That would be great. Because that's going to be the main soccer soccer players are going to have. So we're looking forward to that this summer, working with their semi-pro team. And, of course, some of their other players will come along the way and be a part of it as time marches on. But this summer will be that real specific time where we're working with them for that sport-specific training. I feel like that's so good, too, for, like, the name of CrossFit to show that you can do so many different things with strength and conditioning besides yeah. just, like, a barbell and a gym. Yeah, and y'all right. are doing great things for the name of CrossFit. It's, like, so <laughs> many different populations, so many different reasons, yeah. so many different types. Now, one other thing that we didn't even talk about, I don't even know if you know about, that we do our <laughs> medical seminars. So we oh, have do, Dustin, yeah. Dr. Dustin LeBlanc. He went out last fall and got to the ranch. To the ranch and got his medical oh, L1. Okay. He's in so he was the one, one he of the went out there. Asked. And so he, once a quarter, we are trying to reach the medical community. And it's not yeah. about being members here, it's about them being healthy. And it's focused on how they need to be healthy so they can be healthy for others. Yeah. So we've had two seminars so far where we had people come in and talk about healthy, wellness, lifestyle, that kind of stuff. And specifically because he is and he's a, an ER doctor. Um, and we have a lot of nurses, a lot of technicians, a lot of people in our gym, and a lot of gyms do. But how do we impact the medical community from a different standpoint? Um, so, for example, if we can reach the doctors and the nurses who, A, they need to be healthy mm-hmm. so that they can mm-hmm. do their jobs well and they need to be fit. That's our first priority is getting them healthy and, and well. Um, and then also, how can we change the mindset of the medical community? Yeah. Instead of prescribing a blood pressure pill, how prescribe about let's like, prescribe yes. some exercise, yeah. right? Yeah. Or pre- instead of, you know, high cholesterol, how can we, A, get in our nutrition coach involved, help them with nutrition, and help them d- do some exercising? So, I mean, if you think as of a the whole. money people spend on drugs, if oh they my spend goodness. on a nutritionist. Well, they absolutely. don't want to pay for a CrossFit membership. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, right. this has been a pet peeve of mine because... Oh, I feel you. Uh, I ran about it. So somebody sent me a little link the other day where that was put together by a, um investment firm that said, finding places where you're spending too much money. And it said, gym membership, $65 a month times 12, 700 some odd dollars. And I thought to myself, man, what a joke. What an absolute joke. That's the best place you can that be is the absolute yeah, Where yes. else yeah. Because think about this. I mean, if you, if you look at the, and I went and did this because, I mean, I have a PhD, so I, I do research and I get upset. Here we go. He's mapping it so, out. I love this. Yeah. Let's go. Let's so, get out the drawing board. So what ends up happening, if you take a look at the, at the basic cost of health care for, for an average American now, they're paying over $1,500 a month. Okay, that averages out to about twenty-four dollars to $30,000 a year for your medical cost. And a CrossFit membership is going to cost you somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,500 to $2,000 a year if you include nutrition coaching with it. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, you're mitigating over and against what you're spending uh, in your health care costs. Um, it is such a, such an abatement to what you're spending there that it's worth every penny that you do. And more. The average household spends $1,250 or more a year on a cell phone, $2,200 a year oh on God. entertainment. Oh, my God. He's done this amazing. Uh, he has yeah. a phone. Yeah, so I, I, I'm one of those people. I'm a severe analytic, and I have to be right, and I will do research until I am right. I love that. And <laughs> you will find the research that makes you right, <laughs> makes or you you'll right. write it yourself. I'll write it right? myself. <laughs> So going back and looking at, and going all the way back to the beginning, this is not a cost. This is you mitigating the cost. Because if you take someone that gets type 2 diabetes, per se, then their health care cost is going to go from that twenty-five dollars to $30,000 a year yeah. to forty-five dollars or $60,000 a year of impact to the point that our overall GDP is being impacted by $2.5 to $3 billion a year Whew. 
by things like this. And then you have the, the World Health Organization come out last year, and everything that's leading to premature death in the world is from inactivity. Mm -hmm. Sedentary. Yeah, the number the first one. Four like, things. Over, the, the, over, the, the worst of yeah. smoking. The first yeah, four yeah. things on there were all related to inactivity. Yeah. And they're things that are preventable. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. So, and changeable. So that, so that $2,000 you're spending on that CrossFit and nutrition membership a year mitigates in ways that you can't even understand against the first four leading causes even, of death in the world today. And that doesn't even take into account the whole like, like anti-depression, oh, yeah. better Quality lifestyle, social therapy. life. Yeah. Not this is your therapy. Mm -hmm. You can get off your antidepressants if you come to the gym. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody's going to cheer you on. Yes. You go feel better. You, you have, have friends. You have there you go. You have that community. guy listening yeah. to you Confident. on the couch is making $150 an hour. I'm that's, charging that's you that a month. That's a month. Come get some therapy yeah, in the box. Have some friends. Have a social life. Get healthier. Hashtag CrossFit. Amen. Quality. I think we're done. <laughs> Add quality to your years. Absolutely. Not just time. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I got to rein it back in for a second. So first, I want each of you to tell me, as a box owner, what do you struggle with individually? Like, what's something that you find hard as a box owner? You go first. Uh, so <laughs> they both pointed at each other. <laughs> so I, I know mine. My single greatest struggle is the limit of a limited amount of time that I actually have to give to working on the box, right? So mm -hmm. Shannon is the primary technician in this relationship. She's here. She's in the box. She's the head coach. Uh, for me, I do a lot of the behind-the-scenes planning, thinking, moving ahead, moving the pieces on the chessboard. Um, and, you know, my, my biggest frustration is if I had more time to do mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. then Iron Bridge could be so much more. Um, so I think I think you're doing pretty good though. Yeah. I think there's a lot right now. Yeah, you just gotta take it one step at a time. Yeah, but but he has a big vision though. We yeah. have yeah, big well, visions. I can tell. That's, That's a passion. Of, I love it. You got all be. in one. We want y'all in our box all yeah. the time. We want yeah. a massage therapist. We want sure. it all in one big area. Yeah. So we, I, have we want to wellness. be the CrossFit Vitality of Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. So CrossFit Vitality owns their own facility. Within there, you've got. An actual medical mm -hmm. doctor. You've got yeah, physical, physical therapist, and me and Eve massage talk therapist, about this all the so time. That, that's all our vision, yeah. which is why, which is why we, why it's Ironbridge Wellness, CrossFit, and Athletics. That's who we are. That's our vision. Uh, but you know that that requires a hand on it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's my frustration. I guess mine is um, I went from being a stay-at-home mom, homeschooling my children. Um, they were, yeah, I homeschooled all my kids. I was like, wait, all of them? Um, until yeah. we moved to Myrtle Until we moved to Myrtle Beach. I homeschooled them all. Um, and so that was my focus of being a <laughs> wife and a mother. Mm -hmm. um, and then going back to work full time, I mean, c coaching a couple of classes here, there, that's one thing. Being here at this gym, I feel like I live here. And I feel for me, the biggest struggle is how do I balance being a good wife, a good mom, and being a good owner slash coach. Mm -hmm. So that's my struggle. I feel like I'm never home enough. Um, if I leave the house, sometimes my kids are crying. Um, they don't understand why mommy has to go back to the gym again. Um, so I know like y'all want to do this podcast today on Sat on Sunday. I'm like, that's my one day to be with my family. Mm -hmm. So as much as I love you guys, I love my family more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, of course. so that's for me, my struggle yeah. is how to balance being a good wife, having some, giving him some attention, giving my kids attention, but being a good box owner and, and mm -hmm. coach as well. So that's my struggle. And I think that's with every business owner. That's kind yeah. of a struggle. Um, Binks, we have two of you, and this is the first time we've had both of you. I'm going to make you say what you do really well, but you're going to say what the other person does really well. Oh, I like that. So, Shannon, like what does Donnie do really well as a box owner? So, I literally would not have opened this box without him. 
So when we, talked, when we talked about owning a box, I said, A, I am not doing it on my own. I can't do it on my own. I don't want to do it on my own. Um, so I don't care about the paperwork. I don't know where the business license is. I don't even know how he gets all that done. Yeah. If he were to die, I would be, uh, we would close. Because <laughs> I wouldn't know how to pay taxes. I, I wouldn't this. know how to do any of the business, the back-end business part Basically, of it. Basically, you have to stay around yes. forever. He literally shows me every now and then. He goes, okay. Like, we were doing the books last night. He goes, okay, this is how you do it. I'm like, I don't. Like, I don't care. That's great. <laughs> I'm literally like, okay, that's wonderful. He's like, but what happens if something, I'm like, nothing's going to happen to you. I'm going to wrap you in bubble wrap. So <laughs> I do, I would, I wouldn't do it without him. There's no way I could not run. I couldn't do my job. My job is to program and to coach and to be here. The, they call me mama bear to be the box mom. Mm -hmm. That's my, my mm -hmm. passion. Um, I, if I had to do all this stuff <laughs> that he does, I would, it would drive me crazy. I love the the partnership though. Like y'all are yeah, so, like a team. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Yeah. Donnie, what does Shannon do really well as a box owner? Oh yeah. So I mean, despite despite my job that keeps me in front of people all the time, uh, I'm not primarily I mean, I'm primarily an introvert, analytical kind of person. So Shannon is able to be that primary technician, be that person that uh, is comfortable with being around a group of people, a large group of people all the time. Um, and that's for me, it's a struggle and she does that uh, beautifully well. She maintains relationships with everybody here in the box. And again, like she said, she's sort of the, the mama bear figure. And, you know, in being a box owner is, is multiple hats that you wear at different times. I mean, so you're, you're part therapist, you're, you're, you're part friend, you're part coach, you're part teacher. And, and for a lot of times you're, you're a life coach oh, yeah. uh, because you've got all these people who are in these different stages of life and particularly your average athlete. CrossFit athlete is, you know, in that very formative 25 to 35 year range where despite the fact they're adults, they're still growing into mm. who they're going to be. I'm not an adult. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even in that range yet, so I'm yeah. definitely not an adult. <laughs> but you're still growing into who you're going to be. For sure. There, there's a lot of miles between you know, your, your 20s and 40s. Um, and so being there with those folks, she does a, a great job with that. And I think she, her sort of personality, her She's the queen of, of extroversion. The queen so, of so extroversion. She does yeah, that she just perfectly well, and it's a, a real yin to my yang. Dream uh, team. I know, I, I love, love it. it. Mama Favorite. Bear. Yeah. Really for family feud. Yeah, but I wanted to ask, so you kind of got into it already, but yeah. about your family. Sure. Mm -hmm. So how you balance having your CrossFit family. We like, don't. don't even know. I we don't. And your this family is family. Like, how, what does that you look like over do. the years? Because I'm sure, like, just knowing you, yeah. from meeting you today, I feel like y'all probably, you have a very tight-knit family. We do. We yeah. do. We do. Yeah, we do. so I think um, how, we manage daily. So we have older kids as well. So our 18 and 14, almost 15-year-old and 12-year-old, they, they step up and they help out a lot. Like, they're literally watching the little ones now. Um so I think from the years of homeschooling them and being close and, and we're just, we're really close. Mm -hmm. um, and they, besides our oldest, our oldest works out at home in our home gym. She doesn't, she's a lot like Donnie, but she doesn't lot like being around people yeah. working out. So she doesn't, she's rarely here. Group fitness is not her thing. No, <laughs> but Katie, our, our second oldest, she's almost 15 and she's like seriously wanting to try to get an online qualifiers. She's in here as much as I am. Yeah, she's yeah. so fit. Um, she, wants awesome. to, she wants to take this over. Eventually. Yeah. The two little, and TJ is TJ, our middle 12. child, 12 year old, you know, awkward middle schooler <laughs> kid. He's in here just trying to be alive. Yeah. Um, and the two little ones are just insane. They're yeah. just crazy. I bet. But I think 
um, trying to balance that. It is hard. Um, a lot of people know that I'll come in and coach the five, and then I have to leave because i got to get them all up and ready for school. Yeah. Um, and that's my primary job. Um, I s certainly struggle um, with guilt, just not being able to be there enough with them. Um, they just sometimes they just pack them all up and they come with me. And they, yeah. <laughs> they just sit on the couch and they play, and they, you know, they can all climb the ropes and swing on the bars. And so... Prime time. Yeah, but like, yeah. what a place to bring your kids to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what, we're setting an example. An atmosphere. Yeah, right, setting an example from early on. Um, and he, of course, is the leader and uh, you we, know, we head of our house. We just step and... up to a lot of things in different homes, you know, and there's, there's times like, like if we were to open up our calendars, I'll show you guys this week. So, like, <laughs> yeah. across, you know, this is Shrove Tuesday and Ash Wednesday, which means I'm super busy at mm -hmm. my, my, my real job. Yeah. Uh, in addition to everything we've got to get done For the here over the, yeah. the open. next couple of days. Uh, leading into that and the showcase being on and you know just all, all the things that go into that uh, and plus our crossfit family and our regular family so you know we we joke that when we bought this place we adopted two more kids yeah yeah um and in, so, in such a way that we did so that you know that aaron and candace um, when they first came along and and pat as well that first six or eight months when there was no other coaches in the group mm -hmm. it really was as tight as it can mm -hmm. be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it still is. I mean, everybody wants to be a coach here because they all want to come to our coaches meeting at the we house. We have once and a month. <laughs> and be a part of, you know, of, of who we are. Yeah. Not that we don't keep much. And there's not like, the, this is not the version of us. There's not a curtain behind there that you have to go and see. We're very transparent. Um, and so everybody wants to be a part of it and, and mm -hmm. to be on that team. So they see how we do that. I think that's so huge too. Like, I know it is a, probably a lot balancing family in owning a business but that's such a good thing for your kids to see mm -hmm. that you're doing something you're sure. super passionate right. about and i think i've seen them here in the gym yeah. when i'm here and they love being here so uh, yeah, yeah an amazing example for your kids and then your adopted kids oh, absolutely. <laughs> everybody yeah. wants to be a part of it exactly. and they all learn i mean it's a valuable lesson i grew up in a family of entrepreneurs and there's nothing like the pressure and nothing like the freedom of working for yourself there, there is, yeah. there is the thing to do mm -hmm. if you can do it and it's great for the economy it's great for everybody for more yeah. businesses to pop up spitfire all right okay so we've never done this with two people so i don't know if we should do just shannon and then just donnie or just Why you both answer both answer okay it's the first thing that comes to mind so, you okay, so like okay. family feud style super quick. Uh, okay all right favorite breakfast i only eat eggs for well i would love to have pancakes i'm all things sweet but okay. mainly eggs favorite breakfast Three meat omelet at the berry patch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that is. Favorite workout? Oh, before or after burn back? Before, um, before always, my hurt. All time. All things muscle ups, everything gymnastics, handstand push ups, handstand walks, bar muscle ups. I don't have one specific favorite workout. Okay. I love them all. Linda. <laughs> really? Linda, yeah. Least favorite Tell, workout. Favorite. We'll talk about it in a minute. Least favorite. Least workout. favorite DT. Uh, I don't know. DT. Great. Yeah, I don't like DT. Um, What's that other one? The one? Is that the one? No, is you it? gotta go. Quick. Come on. Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, by far, JT. Oh. Okay. She already said her favorite movement. Your favorite movement. My favorite movement? Uh, probably deadlift. Okay. Least favorite movement? Deadlift. <laughs> um, snatch. Least favorite? Least favorite movement? Ring muscle up by far. That's so fun. Y'all are so opposite. I love it. Yeah. Favorite song or music to work out to? Oh, everybody makes fun of me. So I love classic rock, like ACDC. I can, I can all that kind that. of stuff. I, can see that I love it. Muscle People make fun of me. ACDC, AC, Metallica, Guns N' Roses. That's all me. And I'm the only one that likes it in here. 
and I listened to the, the nastiest na- gangster rap. <laughs> That's true. And he's our priest. And I was like, who is that? I'm like, That's Donnie's nasty music. And they all make fun of me because when it, it gets really, really bad, I start changing it and they all start laughing at I me. Kn- somehow I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Okay, embarrassing moment in the gym or your first CrossFit workout? Oh, my first CrossFit workout. I literally, after fundamentals, it was a 12 days of Christmas. Oh. And I wanted to die. I, I thought I said, I looked at him and I was just like, what the heck? I'm not always like My this. gosh, what? This is horrible. I thought you said this was supposed to be fun. So I guess um, my, I most embarrassing, my most embarrassing moment was like we were just starting to, it was cold and we were just starting to experiment with wearing the, the man tights, right? So I had, short, had, <laughs> oh short, had shorts on going? over them. And then Aaron was sitting beside me doing dumbbell snatches, and I was doing double unders, and my shorts fell off, and I got mad, so I just kicked him over. And Aaron's like, yeah, right in the middle of dumbbell snatch. It's like, that, oh, was born, that was born the whole idea Shannon's of we just wear him. the man tights here. The I thought you were going to say he fell off the GHD. No, I You fell off the GHD? Yeah, I was not even hooked up into the GHD, oh. and we're doing, like, back extensions, though, yeah. weren't we? And I just fell out of the GHD onto my head. Oh. That, that sounds so good. Okay, okay. Goal for 2019. For me, get healthy. Personal yeah. goal, get healthy. Uh, for me, my, my number one goal over here on the board is to invest in my coaches. Love it. Any business goals? Goals together? Goals as a family? A lot, but I don't know if we can share all of them. Yeah. yeah. About yeah. To say, uh, we can't share some of them. Can't let all of them that. Coming yeah. soon. Yeah. Okay, wait. What is Linda? It's the one. It's bench press, 10 to 1 left. bench press at body weight. Oh, that's, I hate that, that one, too. 1.75 body yeah. weight. Yeah. And then squat or power, squat, squat cleans. cleans yeah. uh, and, 75. and that was your favorite? That's one of my favorite. All things. I, I hate it. Because I, I, like, I, I like so funny. bench press and deadlift. So that for me is bread and butter. That's like yeah. the yeah. old gym style. Bro. Yeah. Exactly. Bro yeah. All right. So this is serious question to kind of end off on. Um, how has CrossFit impacted your life? If you had to summarize it, I know we kind of got into it a little. I I think it sort of revolutionized the way I think about fitness long term in terms of being able to do something and do it for the entirety of life for as long as I can. Um, And understanding that the, the secret to it is intensity relative to the athlete. And that as I age, and as already, I already have lived through sort of the first drop-off from, from as a significant difference from me at 37 to me at 43. Um, and to have already lived through that first one to realize, you know, you still can maintain uh, a lot of health and a lot of intensity and to be able to do things on into your 50s, 60s, and 70s and, and to do that. So for me, it sort of revolutionized that thought because it gives me – not just movements to do, but a methodology that works around it and a framework that I can go and tell others about and invite them into and to find a way to sort of um, you know, bring other people into that point where they can have a better, healthier life overall. Yeah. You got to tell me the question again. How has CrossFit impacted your life? Um, well, I guess at the beginning, being six mo- months postpartum, um, after five kids, I never felt like I was ever going to be in really good shape again. I mean, I was like, yeah, I was about a size eight-ish. Um, and I was, you know, I was in okay shape. Um, and I was okay with that. Nothing about, nothing wrong with being that size. But once I started CrossFit within six months, I completely shredded out size zero and a six pack. So at that age, I was 40. Um, for five kids, I was like, there's, n- I-, I had no hope. 
to ever be any kind of shape. I really did. I had just really given up. Yeah, and I had already, I had been. I was much bigger before that. I mean, I was you know size twelve at one point after my fourth child, and I saw myself like, I was like, I just basically gave up. I'm like, there's no way I'm ever going to be in any kind of shape. It's just my life, and I'm going to be okay with a size ten forever. Um, so for me personally, um, knowing um, I can be in shape no matter what my age is. Um, there, I mean, you have good days, good months and bad months, and yeah. you have good and bad. Um, so for me, that's number one personally. And also how it's impacted my life is, like he said, I'm an extreme extrovert. And being the mom to this many people um, and being able to sh- share, for me, the love of Christ that we have. Um, so I see this as my mission field, um, and we both do. Um, the people that we impact, it's not just about being healthy. It's about them as person, as people, individuals, where are they at in their life, you know, and for me, it's from the Christian aspect of, of how can we help them? How can we impact them? How, how does that, um, it's, it's just a mission field. I mean, people come in here every day broken and, and hurting and wanting something. And it's we share, um, we can share that love with them. I love that. I feel like y'all's gym is so different for that reason. That it's, it's not just, like, yeah, you always have your CrossFit community, but you are, like, discipleship, too. Absolutely. You have that part, too, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, what would you want a new member or drop-in to know about your box? Um, for one thing, that we're just open and friendly, um, that we're a community that, I mean, doesn't matter if you're first time in a drop-in box or your hundreds, if you've been doing CrossFit for two days or 10 years, that you're welcome. Um, just come in and just be a part as a family. All right, lastly, if you had to describe your community in three words, what would they be? I'd say they're very friendly. Um, oh my gosh, that's hard. <laughs> you got two more. Two more. Because I, I could, I mean, I need like 15. I know, I know. I need it's 15 hard for words. you. <laughs> so for me, I think they're very friendly and inclusive. Um, they're all. Uh, God. What do you think? Donnie, what do you think? I would have said, man, that they're just crazy, they're enthusiastic, <laughs> and. Um, uh, they are they are radically inclusive. They very are inclusive. inclusive. Very inclusive, enthusiastic, crazy. Love it. And determined. They're very determined. Really That's four words. Oh, no, you might sorry. even have five by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. That's We're so hard. <laughs> okay, so tell our followers where we can find you in your gym. Like where we can find us? Like oh. online, your oh, address, sure. anything. Sure. So you can. So we are in Charleston and West Ashley at 1038 Jenkins Road, Suite 106. Find us online at ironbridgecrossfit.com. Uh, on Facebook, Ironbridge CrossFit, and then um, on Instagram at Ironbridge. We also have IB Athletics, so we have a separate. We have okay. a separate Facebook and Instagram IB Athletics. Um, we have a lot of stuff under that as well, like strong. We, have, we need to talk about strongman classes. Oh yeah, we have which that we as well. We just walked earlier. in a strongman class. <laughs> yeah. So we're we have so our, many classes. So many classes. So many yeah. variations. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Make sure to give us a five star rating and a raving review about <laughs> our time here today. Thank you so much, Shannon and Donnie. This has been awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Enjoyed it. All right. We'll see you sure. in the next box.